Welcome into Mock Trial Masterclass, your guide to controlling the courtroom. I'm Luke and I want you to be a Mock Trial Master. Let's talk about how you can make that happen. So if you've ever turned on a television before, chances are you've heard a slogan for a company on a commercial. Right, Papa John's loves to say better ingredients, better pizza. Burger King loves to say have it your way. The cereal Wheaties loves to say that they're the breakfast of champions, right? All of these different companies have slogans. Well, why do they have slogans? Well, I think probably the biggest reason these companies have slogans is that they're powerful. They're easy for us as customers and consumers to remember, and it makes us start to want whatever product they're selling. When I think better ingredients, better pizza, I want to go buy a pizza at Papa John's, not at the other places that you know have less good ingredients and less good pizza. Right? That's how slogans work. They're really powerful, they're easy to remember, and they get people, us usually, to move to make a specific action. Well, within the context of mock trial, a slogan can really help you out as well. But in mock trial, we don't call slogans slogans, we call them themes. When you hear about a theme in mock trial, that's all it really is, is a slogan. It's a catchy uh, phrase or sentence or statement that ties together your case in a memorable way for the jury. But a lot of people, even though they know that and they know that it's important to have a theme, don't really know how to create a good one. So either they, they don't make one at all or they go into a trial with a theme, with a slogan, but it's not very good, it's sort of weak, it doesn't really land in the way it needs to. So, what we're going to talk about in this video is a two-step process that you and your team can take to make sure that the theme you come up with for your next competition on either side of the case is a rock star quality theme. I promise if you run your theme through these filters, you might not get there easily. It might take you some time to develop your theme, but once you do get there, once it is developed, it's going to be really, really good. So, are you ready to hop into this two-step process and talk about how to write a stellar theme every single time? Let's do it. Step one to creating a good theme is really the easy part of this, and that's you've got to figure out the heart of your case. Well, what's the heart of your case? Well, it's actually pretty simple. See, the heart of your case is the whole reason that you want the jury to believe your side of the case, the whole selling point of your side of the case to the jury. So for example, if you're prosecuting a murder trial and the defendant in this murder trial hated the guts of the person that he killed or that she killed, well then the heart of your case is that the defendant hated the gut of the person that they killed. If you're in a negligence lawsuit and the defendant uh, missed important steps that they should have taken because they were distracted by making money, then the heart of your case is that the defendant was distracted because they wanted to make money. Now, do you see how when I'm stating the heart of the case, it's sort of clunky, it, it's not poetic, it doesn't sound like Shakespeare, right? that's okay because in step one of creating a good theme, all we're concerned about is getting the heart of the case accurate. It doesn't have to sound good, it doesn't have to be catchy yet, we'll get to that in just a minute. But the first thing you've got to do when you're coming up with your theme is ask yourself, what is the heart of the case we're trying to make. And here's why that's the first step. If you start with trying to come up with something catchy, you might come up with something catchy, but chances are it will be something catchy that doesn't land with the jury. Because for a theme to land with a jury the way that it needs to, 
it must get to the heart of your case. And so that's why it's absolutely crucial as you're coming up with a theme to start at that point. What's our selling point? What's our case all about? What's the number one reason we hope and expect the jury to buy into the argument overall that we're trying to make? When you can answer that question, that's the heart of your case. And once you've found the heart of your case, you're ready for step two. Before we get into step two of developing and creating a good theme, I want to talk to you about my new book, Mock Trial Masterclass, which is officially available on Amazon. Guys, this book is packed with information for you guys all about developing a theme, going back over some of the principles uh, we've talked about and will talk about in this video. But there's a ton of other stuff in here, guys. There's information on direct examination, cross-examination, objections, playing a witness character. Everything you need to know to succeed and win a championship in mock trial is packed into this book in just over 200 pages. And the best part is that I wrote this book to be easy to understand. Too much of the stuff out there about mock trial and, and performing well in front of a jury is written in this like really complicated language that no one can understand and quite frankly, I don't even know how to write in. But we don't need that kind of stuff, right? So that's why I wrote this book to be easy for you to understand. I called it the championship plan that anyone can understand because that's exactly what it is and that's what it will be for you if you pick up a copy. So if you wanna do that, you can click the link on the description or in the description on YouTube or in the show notes on podcast platforms to go to Amazon and pick yourself a up a copy of Mock Trial Masterclass. Okay, step two to making a great theme. Once you've decided on the heart of your case, once you've figured out your selling point, your, your primary argument, that's when you can start to make it catchy. Because a theme needs to, number one, get to the heart of your case, but it also needs to be memorable. It needs to be catchy. So how do you go about making your theme catchy? Well, there's no really great way uh, to do that outside of just throwing out ideas and seeing what you think about them. Which is why I think it's helpful to start with the heart of your case, because that gives you something to work from. So you've written out the heart of your case and it's something clunky, it's not catchy, something like we were talking about earlier, right? Uh, the defendant was distracted and really cared about money. So then we can take that statement and start to ask ourselves, okay, what's a more memorable way to state that? And there are a lot of different ways that we can create a theme memorably. And I'm going to give you some of my favorite right now. One way that a theme can be memorable is it can rhyme, right? If you have a rhyming theme, that's going to make it very memorable. But other great ways are to use alliteration, right? To say something to the extent of, uh, you know, the defendant showed contempt instead of care. Repeating that C sound, that's going to make it memorable. You can use a quote from the trial. A quote from a witness character will inherently make your theme more memorable. You can use antithesis, a contradiction, using the conjunction but. Uh, for example, you could say, uh, when the plaintiff wanted out, the defendant wanted to send a message. Or the plaintiff wanted out, but the defendant wanted to send a message. Right? That's a really effective way to be memorable as well. You can use repetition. You can repeat a phrase. One of my favorite themes I've ever used was, we used a theme uh, that said the defendant was out of time, out of money, and out of options. Repeating that phrase out of three times made our theme very, very memorable. You can even use a, a popular catchphrase that you've heard before, you know, in conversations. 
Uh, I heard a great theme one time. It said, uh, you know, the plaintiff's plan was an accident waiting to happen, right? Accident waiting to happen is a phrase that we use in our conversations, that we use in everyday language. And because it's a catchphrase like that, it inherently makes it more memorable. Those are just a handful of the ways you can think about making your theme memorable. So take the heart of your case and ask yourself, is there a rhyme I can come up here with here? Is there a type of repetition like out of time, out of money, out of options that I can come up with? Is there some antithesis I can use? Is there some way that I can, you know, do any of those things on the list we just went over? And there are plenty of others as well. Now, this is the point of the process, again, where it's a little more difficult, right? Coming up with the heart of your case, if you're aligned as a team and uh, aligned on the theory of your case and the strategy of your case, that's really the easy part. Making it clever is the hard part, but I promise it is worth it to do it this way because once you have that green light moment, once you hit that theme that is memorable for maybe one of the reasons we just talked about or another one that you come up with, that's the point that you have developed a stellar mock trial master level theme. And here's the thing about champions in mock trial. All of them have stellar mock trial master themes. And they come out in the team's opening statement, they come out throughout the trial, and then they come back out again in the closing argument. A great theme that centers on the heart of your case and is memorable is really the key to everything else in preparing a mock trial case. It all sort of stems from that theme. So if you can follow the process we talked about by identifying the heart of your case and then finding a way to state it memorably, you're gonna set yourself up for big time mock trial master level success. And when you do, I can't wait to hear all about it.